The quiet, simple intimacy of a covered bridge in the country, or the loud, dirty chaos of the Brooklyn Bridge. Which sounds sexier to you? It's the story songs of Dolly Parton this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. Guess what I did? In When? Now? No, not now. But before... <laughs> Recently is. Um, I can't even imagine. I saw Hustlers with no, Jennifer you, Lopez. You saw it? And Constance Wu. Wow. It was very fun. Good. Uh, I was happily surprised by what a fun little crime romp it is. Good. Is it fun? It is fun. Okay. I had fun. Is it, but it's not funny. No, I, I maybe a couple parts It's not here supposed there. to be funny. I will give it this. I'll give it, no, it's not supposed to be funny. But it is like one of the best uses of Britney Spears' Gimme More that I've seen uh, in media. Better than the 2007 VMA's use of Gimme More, Gimme It might edge it Britney. out. It might edge it out just slightly. You think that the movie Hustlers does a better job with Gimme More than Britney Spears herself? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, just the way in which it is used is very great. And, and then it made me go down a Britney hole as I was coming back from the theater. And I just mm-hmm. was like... You know what? I really hope that everything just goes swimmingly for her with all these uh, court decisions that are yes. happening right now. Well, you know what? I yeah, uh, Brittany hole. Um, you can call that a bee hole. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lopez was good. She was good. Do she we call good. her J Lo? I don't know. I feel like you go back and forth. I I think you know what it is in my head for some weird reason when she's uh, performing music, she's J Lo. Yes. But when she's acting. She's Jennifer Lopez. That's fair. Uh, but she is good. It's like, it's very much a tale of like female friendships gone awry. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, As they can. Yeah. Uh, a thing that we don't talk about yeah. enough, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's not portrayed enough. But you know what? It's happy. Uh, it makes me happy to see um, positive female performers. Sure. And. And speaking of positivity from female performers uh you you might say that a few of them got a few stories up their sleeves here we go we got there that's the seg alert going that's the seg alert. on i should because we have a good segue so we go be do be do be do like sig alert like on the freeway never thought of it like oh. that it's more like the minions oh my gosh do you think people have been listening thinking that we were smart enough to go to have a play on Sigler. If they're listening to us, absolutely not. For sure. Well, let's introduce our guest. He's a writer on Game of Thrones and the co-host of the podcast, Two Old Queens. Please welcome Mark Rennie. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Emmy nominated Game what? of Thrones. Thank you. Yes. Lots of carpool karaoke three years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're in good company. So did Beyonce's homecoming. Right. Yes. What was so, what did uh, Britney do for the 2007 VMA? That's 2007? 2007. And that's the one. Is that the snake one? No, that's the one that was supposed to be her big comeback, and she was just very bad. It was a very bad performance. Yes. Oh. Lethargic. She kind of looked like she was just being walked around the stage. Leave Britney Alone came from that because everyone I was see. so hard I on her. So it sounds like, yes, this Muslers did do a better <laughs> yeah, job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you were being sarcastic. Yes, I was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I had no idea. I was trying to remember if that was then. And then for some reason in my head, I was like, no, that happened in like 2005. This is a different well, VMA thing that Steve's talking about. Sometimes that I, I need to see. follow up with Steve if he's being sincere. Or you know what? <laughs> we'll have to put impeccable delivery. We'll have to. <laughs> is it? I think so. You can't it's tell. consistent. It's consistent. <laughs> Like a robot. If you if you can't tell if I mean it or not, that seems like the opposite of impeccable. <laughs> so consistent, then I would say. Um, and I guess when we promote this episode, we'll have to post like a video of the Britney Spears performance, so people come into this episode knowing it was lackluster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, look, if one of us got up and did what she did, we'd be like, oh my. Nadia, you were great. Yeah. I didn't know you had it in you. Yeah. Sure. But also. The bar is pretty low. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, Britney had raised that bar so high. That's the fun thing about comedy is if you can play like three chords on a guitar, people lose their shit. And if you (laughs) do any other kind of like. Tell it to Bo Burnham. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Like if I tried to pull that shit anywhere else, people would immediately boo me i'd start on like a and then boo yeah the standard is so much higher for Mm -hmm. uh musicians dance though britney did not play three chords i don't think no does she play guitar ever no but you know who does madonna very well (laughs) eric clapton keep going uh jimmy hendrix keep going female Uh, bonnie Wright. southern like britney (laughs) winona judd so close Uh, Country music, you're there. Reba McIntyre. Oh, she does story <gasps> the songs too. The High Women. The High Women. I got it wrong. It was the Dixie Chicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're coming back. Yeah. Oh, you were trying to do a, a seg alert. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to make it go off. I know. I feel like as the guest, that's not my place. Do <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Well, today we're talking about Dolly Parton's story songs. Oh. <laughs> that's the topic. She does play guitar. <laughs> oh, is that where I is that where I lost? I was worried you'd think it was Charo if I said really good at guitar. <laughs> She's very good. Yeah. You uh, should have come to tell us about her. So Love far. Though, that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> coochie, coochie, coochie. <laughs> she, did, she did do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's still around, wasn't she, on a drag race? Yes, and a Geico commercial. I hope she's wealthy. She did a Geico commercial. She's got money. She at least got a nice apartment. Maybe I don't know. She pays roommates. Oh, she has a house. (laughs) She bought a house in 1979. I hope she invested well. Yeah, yeah. I think she bought. I hope she bought property. Like not a new Coke, but just a regular Coca-Cola post, like '87. (laughs) So Mark, yes, Dolly Parton and her story songs. Why do you know that? Why do I know about it? Because I have good taste. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you know that is my question. <laughs> That's fair. That's my favorite answer. We ask that question all the time. Oh. <laughs> and nobody's ever taken as much umbrage <laughs> by being asked the name of the podcast. Oh. That's true. Mark's taking his <laughs> coat and cane and I'm out of here. I don't need this disrespect, nor does Dolly. <laughs> she has a theme park. She does. She does. Never been. Want to go. I just want a mug. Yeah. Um, I want to go. I'm sure they do like seasonal like Halloween stuff. They do. And I want to see Dollywood's version of Halloween Horror Nights. I bet it's fun. Yeah. Probably something like uh, Jugs. 
bands coming after you or something? I don't know. <laughs> Jugs oh bands, double meaning. <laughs> They're like a parody of the Jugs. Oh, the Jugs. triple meaning. Jugs, yeah. Dolly. Boobs. Jug band feels like where she would grow up yes. by playing Jug band. Yes. And the Juds. Yes. Great. Anyways, um, I my grew up listening. My mom listened to Dolly Parton, so I've just never not known or heard Dolly Parton music. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until like a few years ago that I really started to go past the greatest hits and started listening to actual albums of hers. And then these story songs she writes. I also love a story song in general, which is a song that tells a little story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I discovered all of Dolly's story songs, and they're all most a lot of them are so tragic and they end in like they're almost like southern gothic tales and i just love that like she has this like when you think of dolly parton you think of sweet bubbly but she is like a brutal storyteller like she is not pulling any punches and i think uh i love how the lyrics will also interplay with the music itself like the climax of the story meets the crescendo of the song itself Mm -hmm. she'll do voices play characters um they're just Great, and they're all, uh, as someone who appreciates a good lyric, they're endlessly uh, listenable. Are you a Dolly Parton fan, Steve? Everybody is. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. like, I was. Just, I don't know, sometimes you find out somebody goes like, eh, you're fine, and you're like, <gasps> right. uh, I feel, are you, do you feel like you're more of a country music fan or a Dolly Parton fan? Because I'm going to say, based on what you're telling uh, me, you're probably more of a Dolly Parton fan. Yes, absolutely. But I do love a lot of country mm-hmm. now. Um, I'm eagerly awaiting the new Dixie Chicks album mm-hmm. that will be out next year. Um, Do you think they're ready to make nice? No. If anything, they're ready to be meaner in this political climate. I want to give a quick little rundown. And if you guys know any bits of country history that you want to fill in, just because I feel like there's so many similar, like story songs really feel country to me more than other genres. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's partly when I did my research, I realized because uh, old, old country, uh, not the old country, not like. Romania. <laughs> Not like Ellis Island, old country, but like old country music uh, shares a lot of similarities to folk tales. So uh, you basically start with like in the 20s, uh, you've got uh, people just singing folk tales. So there's literal stories. Then you move into the 30s and you get singing cowboys, which get really popularized in Hollywood films. So then country music starts to become a little bit more popular. Then then you, you get into the 40s and rock and roll explodes. Uh, and then country music starts to take pop, uh, inspiration from how much people love this. So then you get honky tonk. So you've got like some story songs with honky tonk and like Hank Williams and Kitty Wells have a lot of that stuff going on. And then you go into the Nashville sound in the 50s uh, where you've got like Patsy Cline. Also good with a story song here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get into the Bakersfield sound of the 60s. Uh, so, like, uh, I guess, I, as I was researching, I said Nashville sounds a little bit more slick. And Bakersfield sound is a little bit more it's like... like Waylon Jennings, like the yeah, outlaw. like Buck of. Owens and stuff. Yeah. Where it's like a little bit, you we know... We might smoke a little weed. Yeah. <gasps> a little more no. mellow. Back then? Back then? The oh. 60s was... But it's just legalized. (laughs) I know. They were bad. That's why it's outlaw country. Oh, wow. And then we get to the, yeah, then we get to like the 60s into the 70s where we get outlaw country sound. And that's like where we're going to be living in today, which is uh, Dolly Parton and Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash. And basically it's this idea of like story songs that have anti-heroes. So they're not outright bad guys. They're not uh, cowboys who are doing right, you know, so less of a like sheriff defending the town and more of like a, this guy's 
This guy's got a past. That kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're post Watergate. We're post Vietnam. Yeah. America has lost its in- innocence once again. Yeah. And then you get into part. I mean, Parton has like a smoother, more kind of like country pop sound. Compared they, I think to they call it countrypolitan. Ooh. Oh. Is that like the country pop sound? I like that. I do. But too. one of these songs I sent you is from like her 2000s album. Which one? These Old Bones. Yes. Which might be my favorite one. Um, so yeah, we're going to be living in this world of like country pop slash songs from the seventies moving and then, you know, into the eighties, nineties. Oh, it's because Dolly's had a very long career. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Thank mm-hmm. God. Still with us. Is there a particular like era of country that you like besides, uh, Dolly Parton, anything that you've gotten into that you really appreciate? I like female nineties country. Okay. I love, uh, Pam Tillis. Mm-hmm. Um, Trisha Yearwood. Trisha, I love a Trisha. She's in O's. love with a boy. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> is that a story song? Kind of, it is. It's a, yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. Light story song. There's a very sad one by Kathy Matea I love from the '90s called uh, "Where Where Have You Been?" Oh, I don't know if I. It's know all that. about this whole. It's a story. Can I just tell you what the story yeah. of that story song is? It's just like um, the refrain is "Where have you been?" That's the chorus, mm-hmm. I guess. and like it just tracks the life of this couple. Um, at first, it's like, oh, he's like out on the, you know, he's out in the, he's a, he's a traveling salesman. When he finally gets home, she hears his key in the door, and she says, "Where have you been?" and all that. And like, even when they met the first time, oh, I've waited for you all my life. Where have you been? Uh, but then at the end, they both end up in an old age home, but on separate floors. And her mind is like she has like dementia, it's a- and she's no longer like hasn't spoken in weeks. But then they finally at the end wheel him into her room, and she says, "Where have you been?" That I feel is a common device of that era of story. I love songs, that device of like a refrain. The, the third beat changes it a little yeah. bit. Like um, she's in love with the boy. Yeah. Now I'm singing about how I sang about you. Right. Or um, <laughs> I got to know you. That yeah. did that. Uh, don't take the girl. I can't remember. I want to say it's Vince Gill, but I could be and wrong. And it is do take the girl. Um, no, it's uh, it's always um, don't take the girl. Like I love her, she's mine or something. In the end, it's she's dying and he's praying. Don't to take God. the girl. Yeah, sure. like those kinds of twists. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's yeah. like one of my favorite things. Like as a writer, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> sure. Exactly, because we love. We, we, we know love the a rule narrative. Of three. We it love a narrative. Like a, it's almost like a weird, like the like a, if Tales from a Crypt was like a uh, was like a, a song, you know? Because like, oh, we're setting things up. We think we mm-hmm. know, but then there's a twist that reveals yeah. like character. You can always kind of see the crypt keeper and his puppet strings in some of those Pam Tillis songs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what about you? Do you have like a particular favorite era? Yeah, '90s country. Just '90s mm-hmm. overall. This is late, but. Cryptkeeper, what is it? Pam Killis. Yes. <laughs> Damn Killis. Damn <laughs> Shania Payne. Yes. <laughs> Clint Blackhearted. Yes. <laughs> Faith Hell. Very done. done. Seen at it. That was good. Can we just do this for that? You sent us a few songs as yes. like a sampling because there are many story songs out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. your favorites. Specifically, yes. so we could kind of drill down into some of these. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with me and Lil Andy. I mean, if you thought Cannibal Corpse was tough, they're nothing compared to me and Lil Andy. This song, brutal. It has one of my favorite things she does, a voice of a little girl. It also... Um, it's a journey. Yeah. It yeah. reminds me of a story song called Concrete Angel by Martina McBride. It's about a woman gets buried in concrete? No, it's about a little girl that gets... Um, 
her teacher, she comes to school with bruises. A lot of story songs have that as well. Jesus. And um, Independence and, Day. Yeah, it's very like Independence Day. <laughs> That's our songs. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Uh, it Martina McBride, yeah. yeah. It's it, I would say it's the spiritual sequel. Lem, had you guys heard that song before? No. Me and Little Andy. No, no, I had. What hadn't. did you think? Oh, I would love from someone who's never, you know. I wish I could hear it for the first time first, again. First time I heard the uh, the little girl voice, it was jarring. Sure. Uh, the ending uh, is uh, I found terrifying. <laughs> Sure. Like the her fading away? Yes. Or the fact that the dog died too? Um, <laughs> it just felt like creepy, kind of. Like the child voice with the wind and yeah. all of it together. It just felt she like, really I don't know. She paints a picture. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the thing that gets to me in the song is the nursery rhyme combo with like yeah. just what's ha- the reality the grim reality of life so when she sings london bridge has fallen down my daddy's drunk again in town it's like such mm-hmm. a juxtaposition that makes you go ah oh, but no. somebody i do think that is how a little kids view the world yes. you know what yeah. i mean to them Absolutely. they are all the same yeah you know like they're just pretty matter of fact like well this is how the world is and i don't know that that's weird yeah that rhyme I love, but I don't care for so much for Patty Cake and Baker's Man, Mommy Ran Away Again. Because I feel like Patty Cake and Baker's Man, that feels like one of these, like, like is that a thing? Is yeah, that... Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Cake Baker's, Baker's Man. Man. I guess, then I wish I would <laughs> also... Just repeat it. Yeah. yeah, I wish that... <laughs> What do you mean, is that a thing? thing. Yeah, Patty Cake. You've never heard of Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Baker's Man. What's the rest I'd... of it go? That's... Bake me a cake as, as fast, fast as, as you, you can. can. You know what? <laughs> I don't think I remember the lyrics to Patty Cake. Oh my God. <laughs> so when I heard it, I was like, huh? They're pretty dense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slog. Patty yeah, Cake's a slog. slog. It's like the it's Warren. It's like Ulysses. It's the Warren, yeah, it's the Warren piece of uh, uh, playground rhymes. When I hear, when I heard six or seven, immediately I was wondering, like, I, I knew just figuring out this, the pattern of the song. I knew, oh, something's going to rhyme with seven. Oh God, it's heaven. Um, That's coming. Yeah. This was like from the 80s. This was the B-side to Hear You Come Again, mm. which is like a very almost disco-y. Yeah. This was like almost her 80s, like mainstream crossover yeah. hit album. So I love that there's just this little was this sad the- nugget, like the saddest, precious moments Hallmark card you've ever <laughs> read. She had a time period where she was fluctuating back and forth. Between pop and that country, was, like the was 80s this of like was this around then? Yeah, was was yeah, this yeah. a this was a B side to one of those songs that was like right? It was on the guy. album, but yeah. it was the B side to this first single. Mm-hmm. Here you come again became her first million seller, and it topped the country album chart and reached yeah. number twenty. Had a little renaissance with Dumplin' as well. <laughs> you love a Dumplin'. I do. Steve texted me. Have you seen Dumplin'? I couldn't have been the only I, person that texted you asking if you saw Dumplin'. And I had seen it by that point. Well, I think. good. Uh, it's also a really catchy song. Like yeah. it does, like it has like valleys. It has like it, the uh, the gets up beat, and then it slows down, and yeah. then it drifts away into the yeah. deep dark night. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. It really sets. It sounds so stupid to say, but it really like puts you in a very specific place in the way that most songs don't. Does that sound? Yeah, that, that puts sense? you in like a character's yeah. head. Yeah, mm-hmm. that place for me is harrowing. It's just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. a little girl's coming to me in the night with her dog, and she she's just wants like, candy and place yeah. to sleep. She knows she should be home somewhere. Yeah, she just wants Andy. gingerbread. That thing yeah. that uh, ain't she got? Also, ain't she got gingerbread? Who has gingerbread lying around? <laughs> yeah. <my house? laughs> 
Also, uh, it's also because it, she doesn't say it like she just says it was a cold and stormy night. Yeah. So in my head, it was rain. And the only way in which gingerbread works is if it's like, I don't Christmas. know, Christmas time. And she, but I feel like she would have said snowing. So then in my head, right. I'm like, what little kid thinks that like in the middle of an April, a sh- uh, big April shower, that there's gingerbread lying around? I wonder if but it Jim- could be California. Mm. Yeah. Or I wonder it's if it's snowing at Christmas time. Um, perhaps gingerbread is like something that's easy to make and with cheap ingredients and, mm-hmm. and, little, little, and little poor that's what kids Sandy eat was it. thinking, yeah. oh, can't you whip up some gingerbread? Yeah. That that's all you? I, that's all I know. Rice and beans. I don't have circus cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also wonder like what, so at the end of this song. Just some bratty kid showing up just being like, I want a Milano. I want a peppermint Milano. And if you don't have anything else, I'm leaving. Ain't you got no after eight mints? <laughs> <laughs> Something light, please. Yeah. An aperitif would be great. At the end of this song, I just realized, like, what is Dolly Parton going to tell the authorities? I'm sure this is the the authorities are well aware of little Sandy's True. living you're situation, right, right. I feel okay. like. I'm like, oh, God, it's come to this. They should have, someone should have called Child Protective Services. Yeah. So it should have happened. Yeah. But it was 1980. I don't think that was like a thing so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, like, things, yeah. if things were bad, then you just dealt with it. I think people did, though, or just say, I don't want to get involved. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. This is pre Amber Alerts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Let me see. What else was on Here You Come Again? Um, that was the. Here you come again, and there I go. The 19th solo studio album. I didn't realize. She is prolific. Yes. 1977. But I mean, I'm going to count it as Oh, yeah. Because it's close. In 1977, she was at 18 albums. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant you And she was 18 in 1977. Yeah. It's an album a year. (laughs) Since birth. (laughs) She must be exhausted. Uh, uh, Yeah, Billboard had a review and said this is mo- her most accessible pop crossover attempt. Uh, just not that song, I guess. Yeah, well, it was a B-side. It's yeah. accessible. But, that's, yes. um, but you know what? Not for everyone's taste, probably. But it's accessible. You just flip the tape over and yeah. you listen How to it. Is it. It yeah. is not not that hard. Me and Lil Andy is on side one, though, oh. of that record. Oh. That's what kills me. I'm like, oh, because, okay, so you have Here You Come Again. It's all wrong, but it's all right. Yeah. Cowgirl and the Dandy, Two Doors Down. Two, two doors, down. doors Down, singing and drinking and having a party. Maybe that's where Lil Sandy's parents were. That, you're right. <laughs> this is not just a story song, it's a story it's album. Like our Town. Our Town, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> just the narrator coming in. <laughs> well, didn't see you there. <laughs> Over here we have Sandy's parents. Looks like. Why, they're inside the saloon right now. Why don't we go take a look? She should do an album like that. Oh, I, I wish. love that. I would love if any country artist, honestly, put out an Our Town version. Like a concept album? Yes, exactly. When I first looked at these songs, um, I when you, when you said Dolly Parton story songs, aside from These Old Bones, which is like probably about an old person so maybe that's newer but when i first saw the names of the songs i was like these are probably all from very early on when she was more like you know only one is yeah really early so it was interesting that even when with 
Here You Come Again and becoming more of a pop crossover that she was still doing. And These Old Bones is like 2006 or something like that. Just feels that, you know, country story songs aren't something that are around. Another one. No, that's like her thing. I think they're great. I love a story song. I've loved them since I was. That's why I love like Kenny Rogers when I was a kid, like The Gambler or Coward of the County. Mm, Coward of the County. Yeah, it's great. Very problematic, but it's great. Very problematic. A woman gets fridged, basically. Just, you know, a woman is assaulted just for the man's so he can have a story arc, a character arc. Mm. Yeah. But it's catchy. It is. Mm. I love country. No, when you listen to country music, when you need to like clean the bathroom. Yeah. Country music. <laughs> Road trips and clean in the bathroom. It just like fits. Just scrubbing the <laughs> scrubbing the toilet listening to Coat of Many Colors. Yeah. Uh speaking of Coat of Many Colors, uh let's be little... doo bee doo <laughs> One of uh the other songs that Mark suggested to probably, us. This mm-hmm. is probably the most well known. Absolutely. Songs, there, yes. there's a yeah. TV movie inspired yes. by it. Yeah. I know Coat of Many Colors. Yeah. This is one where I was like, You've okay, heard this yes, one. Yes, yeah. this is the one that I know. Um, but this one still even has, um, like, not, it's a bittersweet ending. I believe, and I could be wrong, but based on a Travel Channel special I saw years ago, sure. that the coat of many colors is on display at Hollywood. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Unless she got rid of it. Oh, I hope this not. This whole thing. Just like, you know, in like a move or something. Like a Marie Kondo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she Marie Kondo. Does this coat of colors bring me joy? Eh. Yeah, I did have a hit song yeah. out of it. But... She thanks the coat. Thank you know, you, you did yeah. a lot of good. Yeah. You were there when I needed you. I, I feel like there's a full-scale replica of the like cottage that they live so, in. I think so, in her like tour van. Yes, and I believe that the coat is in there. <gasps> Wouldn't you die Maybe to I'm see wrong. that coat? I would. You think you're allowed to see touch how it, it held up? What's the silhouette? Yeah, do you get to wear it? <laughs> Are you gonna inspect the stitching? Eh, I am. Mama didn't do so good. Oh, I'm sure she didn't. <laughs> she was poor. Yeah. Um, she did this... her best. That's the point. That's the point of the song. I feel like the Christian version of this song, or like the hackier version, would be like, then everyone on the schoolyard when yes. she comes to explain, like, mm-hmm. look, my mom made my this coat, and it means a lot. But here, like, they don't understand. They still don't get it. They still make fun of her for her poor looking yeah. coat but i think like a lesser writer would have been yeah. more like and they were, were one over and they understood the error of their ways and i had a great day at school yeah it would have been a little bit more righteous gemstones and a yeah. little bit less dolly parton right uh and uh i just I, yeah i was something that st- sticks out for this song sticks out for me in this song i should say is that she gets bullied and i'm just like Thank you for being vulnerable and admitting that. <laughs> sure. I we can all identify. And also she just it just rolls off of her. She just like they don't get it, they're wrong. They don't get yeah. it, they're wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna write a hit record about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And they then... don't understand my mom made it just for me. Yeah. I'm special. You know what? I love this code. Yeah. It's got it's it's so much heart in this song. Mm-hmm. Um something that so, sticks you know, out for me lyrically. I'm sure poor kids could listen to that and so long as they had a mom who could sew. And or they afford could, a yeah. radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is a question from Mark. Okay. Um, do you feel, because sometimes I wonder if in this day and age, Dolly Parton gets the credit that she is due for how good of a songwriter and a musician she and is. Producer. And producer. Yes. She also produces a lot I of think her albums. She's very, and she's very proud and outspoken about her image and just being like, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep, right. you know, touching up. Uh, but I think... But as like a songwriter? Yeah. And I think she's kind of thought not. of as more of for her, uh, for her, 
her image and right. and all that. And that's not even just new. That's probably since like. But the all these 80s. songs are like so catchy. You can't help but start yeah. like singing along, and it's like the bleakest stuff half yeah. the time. And you know what she's good at editing? Because in the musical Joseph and the Amazing Tiger Color Dreamcoat, they list off colors like ochre and peach and ruby and olive and violet and lilac and crimson and azure and shut up with Ugh. the fucking colors in the coat that's a bit over the top it's a little much yeah. it's a little much she edits she goes you know what all we need we can let the listeners mm-hmm. imagine you fill in the colors yeah. yourself yeah, you imagine what you think i my get mom the did. coat i leave with the coat i get made fun of for the coat i love the coat yep that's mm-hmm. all you need that's receive all you the need. coat the coat is challenged the code is accepted. The end. Done. Yeah. Easy peasy. It was challenged. <laughs> well, the idea of the coat was challenged oh, by well, the bullies. Oh, yeah, yeah. The and coat sh- wasn't challenged. Yeah, was that's not, a- not like the coat's authority was yeah. challenged. Nobody like threatened to fight. Slippers the didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> Slippers of many spangles. Slippers of many. <laughs> what could you make slippers out of? Uh, slippers spats? of many yarn knots. Those are bad slippers. That's, yeah, you should wear those. Yarn not, slippers. Those just what right if, through your feet. That's how you get at Silver Lake, if you ask me. <laughs> what if there was another poor girl at the school who also had a coat of rags? Coat of some colors. But hers, <laughs> but they were more vibrant. Can you imagine if you went and see that? I think There's would, a sketch. That would have hurt her more. <laughs> I think her going and being like, they don't get it. I love this coat. Yeah, I'm not. They're poor. just jealous. But if there was another poor girl who and had a better coat, coat and they loved that coat, <laughs> yeah. then the now song this would works. Have, yeah. Then she would have been like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this I like. These reds are red. There's a theme going yes. on. I can tell your mom color treated those rags before she sewed it together. Your coat, however, it's just a little lackluster. Yeah. This needs work. <laughs> In this uh, Smoky Mountain I do wanna, elementary I, school, you are either in or out. <laughs> so the song Cut of Many Colors is from the album by the same 1971. name. 1971. Yes. 10 yes. songs, 27 minutes. There's an album. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's Lana Del Rey. An hour and 10 minutes? You really need to be an hour and 10 minutes? Can't get that done in 40 minutes. Right. Get in, get out. I got other albums to We got it. To. They're all slow. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift... Uh, that's all that album is like 20 tracks you want to talk Too about many edit. and no story songs there is i listened to it on spotify and it's like it's the taylor swift um uh oh, like experience, experience. Yeah, yeah. look uh scroll down below and you can get uh the full story behind the songs as you listen and it only did that for four of the <laughs> sure. 20 songs and they were all it, like one of them was just i think it was lover was just like I wanted a timeless sounding song that you could play at a wedding. There you go. <laughs> like I really got behind the scenes. That's what she I, really let me in. When at my <laughs> wedding, I can't wait to dance with my future partner and then look my uh, look my family members dead in the eye as we're dancing as the word "lover" is said over the speakers. I mean, Ooh. we all understand that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Isn't that the bridge? Heartbreaker. One of the best endings to a song you've ever heard. My favorite part of any of her story songs is that moment when the turn happens and you're just like, oh. Oh. It's gutting. (laughs) Yeah. I think the bridge is the, maybe not the most gutting. I think it's the most gutting out of the ones that you said. I could see that. It's that ending is like a shocker. It's like Gone Girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's Stan. It's Eminem's Stan. Yeah, it takes your breath away. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, oh, like here's where I'll end it. And then the song just ends. Suddenly, oh, it's like you hit a brick wall. You're dead. You jumped off the bridge. The song is so beautiful. And it's such a beautiful melody. And just like. A wonderful message. The Mm -hmm. (laughs) We fucked on a bridge. Wait, does he. What happened to him? He just was a shitty guy. He's like okay. a fuck boy. Yeah. Before they had such a thing. Okay. I mean, they existed. They just didn't have a name for the it. The first time I listened to it, I missed it. I thought he died. No, it's almost worse. Yeah. It yeah. Oh, it's better. very worse. Yeah. Very yeah. worse. It's, it's very worse. Because if he died, it's like, and now they're all together. In heaven. No, dead in the river. Oh. <laughs> I'm just starting to think that whenever the key change happens, I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Something crazy is going to happen. And in this case, it's just. Yeah. You big. hear unborn child and it's like, oh. Uh-oh. To think you could leave me here with your unborn child. It's like. <gasps> Standing on a bridge where it all happened. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where they met. That's where they. That's where the baby was created. And that's where she's going to end it. circle of life could never. It's also... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I imagine... I don't imagine, do imagine everything else in this story when I'm when she's painting the picture. Yes, what do you see? This, the bridge I see is very... It's very similar to... Similar... It's, it's very slim sim- down. It's slimmed down. It's lost some weight. It's very similar to. It's a covered bridge. It's similar to what they died like on. Beetlejuice? Yes, it's similar no, to what they died that's on. Like Beetlejuice. Four, five feet off the ground. That is How the kind of bridge I would. Jump off a covered bridge. That's the kind of. That's the kind of bridge you she would fuck in the though. Roof? You, it needs to be intimate to to no, let love sweep you away. No Are you jumping off a covered bridge? You're gonna. But nobody's fucking on the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, that, people have fucked on the Brooklyn that, Bridge. Not loverly, not lovingly. You don't know. Not in, you don't it's get, been around in, for 200 years. People have, there's des- absolutely 100% guarantee at least one beautiful lovemaking session on the Brooklyn Bridge, if not once a week. Okay, <laughs> fine. It's just not as intimate of a setting. I'm with Mark. I think people are fucking on the Brooklyn Bridge yeah. right now. Okay, fine, but I feel we've gotten off topic. I, you I brought will, it up. I'll <laughs> agree with you that there are miscreants fucking on the Brooklyn bid, Bridge. <laughs> But this song to me. Neither of us can say Brooklyn have you ever Bridge. Heard she killed herself by jumping off a covered bridge. Well, I guess. Well, <laughs> it does take some of the oomph out of it. You can be a covered bridge and still have the like song not, not mention her climbing to the top. It can of have the like thing. it can have like a railing, but still be covered. But they're not that high. These covered bridges. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I guess I think more of Dolly Parton than you because I don't think she would ever fuck on the Brooklyn Bridge. It's a character. It's not Dolly herself. In Mobile, the General W.K. Wilson Jr. Bridge is commonly called the Dolly Parton Bridge due to the arches resembling her chest. Uh, oh. I, I, you know, Dollywood, uh, the architect in the same Travel Channel special I saw, the architect said that the roller coaster was inspired by her by having lots of curves, which is nonsense because it's Most inspired by being a roller coaster. Yeah. 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 It's kind of part of the buildup of a roller coaster in order to I would go think so. up. You've got to come down uh, and you can't just do it at a triangular point because physics don't fucking work yeah, that way. We have a very slow roller coaster. Yeah. A lot of hard angles. You know what? I'd fuck on this bridge. There's also a, another bridge in Memphis, the Hernando de Soto Bridge, that goes over the Mississippi River. It's sometimes called the Dolly Parton Bridge because of the same reasons. There's because a, people are terrible. People are terrible. Leave Dolly and her tits Going for alone. the obvious jokes. Yeah. When I went Low to... Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> well, Cowards. she's not using a proper bra. No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the name uh, of her next album. As somebody... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Elton John covers. <laughs> so 
something that makes I, that I identify a lot with Dolly is the fact that like we're we're curvy ladies. I I'm a big breasted lady, and it's it annoys me to no end to hear like boob jokes. Like I think it took a while for everybody to come around and. Not took a while for everybody to come around and respect her talent, but I think there was this general consciousness of like Dolly Parton, the country star with the giant tits. Like, well, I she think definitely that... plays around with her image. Like, it's not something she shies away yeah, from. She has by fun. Any means. Like, right. She has. She always one of her quotes is like, "It takes a lot of money to look this cheap." Yeah. And I don't know. I just love her. She doesn't give a shit. I don't think she's. She likes looking like the trashy lady in the middle of the town. Like that was yeah. like her thing. Like there's a woman. Like I forget. It might have been. So there's a woman like in the town that was like she was like a prostitute essentially, and like she was like always wear too much makeup, wear the wrong clothes. But Dolly always thought she was so beautiful. Yeah, I feel like Dolly Parton today looks exactly how young Dolly Parton dreamed. Yeah, she would right. Look and dresses and all the way that she would have dressed. I get mad at other people. Like she can do whatever. No, we, we, we got that. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm mad at. Uh, Nobody dumb... thought you were mad at Dolly Parton <laughs> yeah. for being big breasted. <laughs> yeah. Only one of us. This is a Highlander, Highlander situation. situation. <laughs> okay, these old bones. These old bones. These old bones. These old bones. Off the third of her Bluegrass trilogy album, she had three albums. This is the last one, I think. Halos and Horns. Uh, the cover album photo done by Dave LaChapelle. Mm. who's a fashion photographer. He's great. Yes, yes. Anyways. He did um, the, uh, listener, he did the Britney Spears the Rolling audience? Stone cover. Not, yes. Listener? Listeners. <laughs> I hope there's a S Listeners, he did the oh, Rolling Stone. Oh, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> listener? Um, but I love this album. This might be my favorite of the story songs. I love, it is a real it's a, this one is like the most fully developed story, I believe. Like yeah. it has an M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist or reveal more so at yeah. the end. And then at the end, she does a voice, which I love. She's not still doing a voicing another character, giving it life. Um, and then at the end, she does a duet with herself as the vo- the older woman and you know the protagonist, the narrator of the story. Ugh, it's just a wonderful song. And this is one of this one is the basis of one of the Netflix movies. And you know who's playing the fortune teller? Glenn Close. Kathleen Turner. Oh. <laughs> but she doesn't seem Southern. <laughs> well, daughter, girl, you know. <laughs> I love. Bones. I forgot to tell you how much I love your impersonation of <laughs> Kathleen Turner impersonating Dolly Parton. <laughs> Thank you. I can't believe SNL real. passed you over. You know, they're lost. Well, you did go uninvited and insist on doing 10 minutes of Kathleen Turner doing Dolly Parton. <laughs> yes. But um, I love this one. This one's right. And this one is not, I would say, not a tragic ending. Maybe I'm, see, I'm into this. So I'm like, to me, this is like, oh, uh, I, I got goosebumps the first time I heard this song. Well, I think part of what made me think like she should be doing Disney voices is this, this, uh, this country beat has like similar undertones to kind of like, there's like a Gaelic thing going on. And then that made me think of the movie. Like the bluegrass music, you yes. mean? Yes. Yeah. And that made me think of Brave. And <laughs> sure. as a result, it made me think of like, uh, you know, witches in the woods and oh, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Magic so, like, and... my what I I like about the story is the fact that like 
she has this character and it's not like partake i don't know i wouldn't i don't know if it's particularly tragic i don't think it's as tragic i wouldn't say this one's tragic at all no it's not like the bridge but it's no. fun it's a fun it's one it's fun circle of life i love the reveal that she was adopted like yeah. oh i didn't even know i thought this was just a narrator mm-hmm. not an actual character in the story mm-hmm. and then she has powers too and then takes over yeah i just thought that the was second i i overthought it that's what i where my that's mind your was. problem all your life thank you <laughs> i as soon as she said that she was clairvoyant too is like oh it's her future self oh, oh she's gonna go meet her future self this isn't netflix's dark steve thank you because <laughs> then i spent the whole time being like wait how is she like still trying to add up how she's gonna meet her future you were like self. making timelines yes it, it was a real days of future past situation <laughs> No, no, no. It's just lots of nice harmonies at the end. Beautiful yeah. harmonies. It's beautiful. And I always have stuck in my head, there ain't no crystal ball. <laughs> like, it's just always, whenever I hear, like, see something magic, like psychic or something, that is just always, there ain't no crystal ball. Uh, it does, for whatever reason, also, like, in re-listening to it, it did make me think of, um, if you've seen, I Think You Should Leave. Uh, sure. Yeah. It made me think of the sketch where Tim Robinson. There, it's like a Johnny Cash parody. Oh, the bones. And, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, bones uh, and money. Yeah, and he's like, he thinks that they're making up the song on the spot, and then he just starts going. Sure. Yeah, and that's the night the skeletons came to life. <laughs> <laughs> and it gave me a little bit of that vibe, but in like, I mean it in the highest compliment uh, because absolutely. that thing is so funny. But like, it's not necessarily that this song is hilarious as much as it is that like this song paints such a good picture. It paint it really sets a scene. Yeah. Story of a woman. Yeah. When's the Netflix movie? I think next year. I do have a hard time understanding Kathleen Turner. Yeah, I, I guess, don't. She yeah. seems so like New York cosmopolitan yeah. to me. Maybe that's just I like imagine romancing she'd the snow. hold on to bones. I guess that she's just got that deep voice too, and I feel like you know I could feel it in my bones. Like it feels a little. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, you we'll, know, we'll see. give her a chance. Yeah. I'm never going to not give Kathleen Turner a chance. It's Chandler's dad. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so where beauty lives in memory. Yes. Going back for a second to the 70s, I think. Right? Yes. Yes, okay. So tell us a little bit about this one. Well, what's to say? This one, I would feel, this to me is like the uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. This is like <laughs> goth, the gothic horror uh, portrait of Dorian Gray. This one really paints a picture. This one's not so much of a story of a setting and then a final denouement, as they say. Uh, this one is like the more tragic, like an older woman trying to hold on to her youth, uh, to her own It's one detriment. of the sadder ones. Yeah, this is definitely a sadder one. But I, the first time I heard this, I was very stoned <laughs> and i must have listened to it it hit in her i listened to it literally i think 10 times in her i was just obsessing over this song and i just love the background the, ah, that whole thing it just makes it has a whole haunting quality to the whole thing and it's this is a perfect where the song the music matches the story so well i like when she dies at the end yeah it's pretty <laughs> cool it's like hardcore it's like Tool could never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's such a Mrs. Havisham quality. Yeah, like Great Gardens. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's all these tragic women who uh, never moved and never figured out how to move on past right. a massive tragedy in their well, life. Well, he stole her heart and took her mind. Yeah. Now she has lost all sense of time. Yeah. There's a, you could interpret that as like the literal, like he's some kind of sorcerer, but I choose to interpret I think he's not. He was just. Yeah. yeah. I think I choose to interpret it as not that. And I, just right. as a guy that she just can't 
fucking get over. And then I love the ending, like how it's like in the past unfolds and all at once inside her mind, she sees him at the door. And as he's leading her away, she feels the room began to sway where beauty lives in memory. She falls dead upon the floor. Mm -hmm. Just like the past is like she's getting her final wish, but it's not real. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like a really haunting image to me. And just like the song crescendos at that moment, too. It's. I love it. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's very Tennessee <laughs> Williams play. Yeah. It's very tragic heroine. Southern Gothic. Has no idea that the world that she's living in is completely fake. Yeah. But I don't think it's that tragic because she's like finding peace. Like she's getting. But she wasted her whole life. Yeah. Which... It's the 40 years. But now it's tragic. over. <laughs> that's true. Her suffering has ended. Is yeah. that yes, yes. Okay. I guess that time could have said that. <laughs> but I maybe she didn't have to suffer. At all. He's there. Yeah. I she like could have had a life. <laughs> she could have had a life, lady. Yeah. I immediately thought of the mo- of Gilbert Grape's mom because she was like, sure. she was a, a beauty queen and yeah. her beauty lived in memory. Absolutely. But and it they doesn't have to. Burn the house to. down when she died. Yeah. Well, they couldn't get. She don't ever want to be exposed to the. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. I this one to me felt the most basic of just like wow. no. I, it's a beautiful. It's a okay. I shouldn't say basic. I should say but there's pre- connotations there. No, you're right. This to me <laughs> what was what are you? My mother's taste in music. Yeah. For me, as soon as it started, I think like I've just heard enough. I've grown up listening to enough songs similar to this. Yes. yes that yes. as soon as it's a woman talking about how beautiful. That's it's not like, going to end well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, uh, this one for me, I felt like listening to the lead. I have to, it's more, yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, let's see how she's going to die old. Like, tw- <laughs> sure. On the spectrums of, of what we've listened to so far, it's no, ain't you got no gingerbread? Yeah. yeah. It's no bridge. Yeah. No bridge. Uh... But I guess I shouldn't be like holding them to the standard of like, Where's that twist? There's many forms of tragedy. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, she is obviously one of the most honored female country performers of all time. Uh, 42 career top 10 country albums, which is a record for any artist. Wow. I know. I just want to I just want to laud her more. Yeah. I heard this is like, can we get into the rumor mill very quickly? Yeah, of course. We always end every episode with the (laughs) Dolly Parton rumor mill. Finally, we're doing a Dolly Parton episode. Fits with the Dolly Parton rumor mill. (laughs) She apparently has full sleeve tattoos. No. That's why she's always wearing long sleeves. You'll never see her bare arms. Google it. You won't find it. I think it's because she has gross arms. No. It didn't stop Madonna. Why would Dolly Parton have sleeve tattoos? She's a cool lady. She's like from, you know, Tennessee. Hmm. <laughs> and maybe like- it's like her one thing. I got to do something for myself. Oh. And not the image. That, okay. Mm. Yes. Yes. I get We're that. Doing a little psychological um, profile. $2 Freud here. Um, I mean, she's had a lot of plastic surgery. We know that. Yeah. She's what? talked about it a oh, lot. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But the sleeve tattoo thing is very intriguing. If I true. mean, if someone could find me a, like a, within the last 20 years yeah. photo of Dolly Parton bare arms. If you can find a bare armed Dolly Parton, please send it to why do you know that pot at gmail.com. We will pay you $75,000. No, we won't. Wow. But because I don't have that kind of Dollywood bucks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Expired in 1997. I, I wonder a... if they just call it 75 dollies. No, <laughs> my, they better. Um, 
Uh, Mark, are there any other story songs that we didn't get to get to? By that... Dolly? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's. <laughs> yes, that you would like our listeners. For further listening, yes. I have made a playlist on Notes, Spotify yeah. called Dolly Parton Story Songs. We'll be sharing that across Share. all our social yeah. media. Please follow it. Um, I'll try to add. There's one, uh, Jeannie's Afraid of the Dark. But a little girl singing to her parents, oh, my, she's afraid of the dark. How do people, but then ends up, she ends up dying. And I was like, going to say, she gets like, what, murdered in an alley in yeah, the dark? No, she's buried. Oh. Let's talk about how she's buried. Oh. She's afraid of the dark. So that's the thing. Jesus Christ, that's, Dolly. That's, that's dark. <laughs> Holy yeah. Fuck. Hold on, hold on. And then there's Down from Dover, which is another scorned woman uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's Alive, which is incredible. Listen to it on your drive home. Oh, it's the story of Jesus is coming out of the, when they roll the stone away, his resurrection. Uh, I truly do listen to it when I need to get pumped up. She, <laughs> He's Alive. So when you need to pump, get pumped up, you listen to a story song by Dolly Parton about the resurrection of Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, Christ's resurrection is a cause for celebration. I'm sure it's a bop. Absolutely. I know. Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote about that one, too. That <laughs> then there's Gypsy Joe and me, and Gypsy's a dog. Joe's her husband, and they die in that order. I was about <laughs> to say. And then the last one, Evening Shade, which is about a group of orphans who are terrorized by their mean headmistress of the orphanage and what do they do they burn down the fucking orphanage that is not what i thought that would be I, based on that title i thought they were gonna poison her with a poison called evening shade nope the last line is like that's the name of the orphanage is evening shade they we burn uh, it down we burn it to hell because that's what it was that's independence day that's independence day that's evening shade ring. it's independence day but it's under three minutes i feel Thank like uh... independence day could never no <laughs> She's trying to cover too much ground, and you don't need to. I feel like a, a drag race should now have a segment called Evening Shade. And it's just, who do you wish to burn down? Yeah. <laughs> sure. And we got a 7 o'clock movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be my further listening recommendations. Uh, what would you What would you say if you met Dolly Parton? Um, I, I, I adore you. I think you're like so... I love your music. I love your personality. I'm, you're a gift to the world. Oh, yeah, she's never heard that before. <laughs> you're right. Hi, I'm Mark Rennie. Have you met my friend Steve? He's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> that she'd remember. Yeah. Did you Show have- me those arms. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Rennie, thank you so much for coming on Why Do You Know That? Thank you for having me. Is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? You could check out my podcast, uh, Two Old Queens. I hosted it with John Flynn. Uh, we're just hunting for the gayest movie ever with a Byzantine and overly complicated scoring system. <laughs> New episodes every Wednesday. Uh, and where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, just Mark Rennie. Beautiful. Same thing, really easy. As beautiful right. as a memory. Oh. Kind of. No, where beauty lives in the memory. I fucked it up. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone and anyone. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you new to the pod? Why not go back and check out our other episodes with amazing guests? We talk about a lot of weird stuff. Do you have questions, comments, concerns, ideas? Want to just say hi? Email us at whydoyouknowthatpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at whydoyouknowpod. If you're more of a picture person, follow us on Instagram at whydoyouknowthatpod. Let's do this again sometime.